Greetings and welcome to the Law Made Easy podcast. I'm California Attorney Barry Adams. I'm a certified specialist in estate planning, trust, and probate law by the State Bar of California. Usually my podcasts discuss practical advice on dealing with estate and trust matters. Today I'm going to take a little bit of a departure and I want to discuss two California propositions that are on the November ballot. I want to educate you as to how Props 15 and Prop 19 would impact you in your estate planning. Let's have some background about California property tax law, how we got to where we are. In 1978, as part of a taxpayer revolt, California voted in Prop 13. The basic premise of Prop 13 is that all real property is to be taxed at 1% of its assessed valuation and annual property tax increases are limited to 2%. This applies equally to residential and commercial real properties. Several propositions followed that added to Prop 13 and its benefits. So as it sits currently, a property owner in California can utilize the parent-child exclusion portion of the law to retain his or her Prop 13 assessed valuation for his or her personal residence and up to $1 million in other assessed valuation for other real property, commercial or residential. I'm going to give you an example here that may help to explain this process. So a person owning a $1 million residence dies leaving the property to his or her only child. Property was purchased in 2000 for $300,000 and is now assessed at $420,000. The child inherits the parent's assessed valuation of $420,000 and will pay taxes based upon that annual valuation with the 2% increase per year. So a second example, the same person dies with the million dollar residence and owns three commercial properties with a total assessed valuation of $950,000 and a market value of $3 million. Under the current property tax law, the child would inherit the residential property the same at $420,000 and would inherit the three commercial properties at an assessed valuation of $950,000. So we can see from this example the power of Prop 13 as this wealth was passed Um, to the next generation at a much lower uh, tax basis than its market value. So let's talk about Prop 15 and how it would change this. Prop 15 proposes to change the property tax system into a split role. That means that commercial and industrial property will be taxed differently than residential property. Commercial and industrial property will be taxed at their current market value. There is an exception to this this um, law under Prop 15, and that is for business owners with $3 million or less in property who will continue to be taxed under the residential system. Let's look at our example again. Under Prop 15, our decedent can pass the home and the three commercial properties uh, to um, the child at the then current assessed valuation so 420000 and $950,000. So as long as it's under $3 million, there's no issue, no change. However, if the property is worth $3.1 million or more, uh, all of those, assessed, uh, those properties would be reassessed at death to current market value. That would be a very significant uh, property tax increase.
So, if you want to study fur- this matter further, about uh, Pop 15, I recommend Ballotpedia. You can also see who is for and against this measure. A lot of money has been spent for and against it, $42 million in support, $29 million against, and it is also, under Ballotpedia, suggested that there, this will be a property tax increase to between $6.5 billion and $11.5 billion annually. So it's a very significant property tax increase. Let's talk about Prop 19. It's being marketed as a wildfire rescue or revenue bill. Uh, it summarizes as follows. It will allow homeowners to transfer their tax assessments to a more expensive home in any county throughout California. Eligible homeowners are persons over 55 or persons with severe disabilities or persons whose homes were destroyed by a wildfire. The big kicker on Prop 19 as it concerns estate planning and transfer of wealth is that it severely curtails the parent-child exclusion so that only a personal residence can be transferred to a child to retain the Prop 13 value. And to, in order to retain that value, the child must move into the home within one year of the parent's death and make that home uh, their residence. So if we were to apply this to our above example, a decedent with the $1 million home and $3 million in commercial property, only the home can access, escape reassessment and only if the uh, child moves into the home within one year. It simply may not be practical in the average situation where you have multiple uh, family members, multiple children, and maybe you have people out of state. So the benefits of Prop 19 are really a transfer of um, Prop 13 um, valuation for people over 55 or wildfire victims, Um, but it severely curtails the Prop 13 benefits for parent-child exclusion upon death. So once again, I'm simply trying to educate you on these propositions. I'm not urging you to vote one way or the other. You will need to decide how the propositions will affect you personally and and how you want to vote on these matters. If you have further questions or comments for me or need estate planning, um, contact me at bladams at adamsandrafferty.com, bladams at adamsandrafferty.com, or go to the website adamsandrafferty.com. Thank you for listening.